This is episode 29 of the Namely Marley podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Namely Marley podcast. I'm Marley. The goal of this podcast is to focus on adding a little creative, healthy, and passion-filled living to your day every day. It's time for April favorites. I'm excited to talk with you about the things that I've been loving this past month. I'm always trying out new things, either in food or teas or exercise or just life. And I don't know, I thought I would start sharing them with you on a monthly basis. And so these are a few of the things that I was excited to try and share with you this month. Also, before we get started, I'll leave a link in the show notes page to all of these so you can check them out if there's something that you're interested in so you don't have to write anything down as you're out and about. Okay, are you ready? Here we go. Dreams. I have dreams. That's a quote from a song by Brandy Carlisle. We're big fans. And in fact, for my birthday, Sean bought tickets for the three of us, me, Sean, and Addie, to go to her concert that's here in Kansas City next month. And so I'm really excited about that. I have been thinking a lot about this concert lately because I am I have a Brandy Carlisle song actually kind of stuck on repeat in my head these days. It's the song called I Will. And I've been feeling like this song is on repeat because of Rebecca. Rebecca is our friend that committed suicide in January. Uh, Rebecca and, and Addie were inseparable friends last year. And in fact, she lived with us for a while at the end of the school year last year. So I developed a very strong motherly bond with her. So if you can imagine, my heart has just been broken and, you know, trying to understand what happened and why. And you know how you're in grief, you just kind of get stuck in a rut and your mind kind of goes on repeat. And I think if you listen to Brandy Carlisle's music, you can really hone in on the lyrics and you can imagine that she must have known someone that committed suicide too. I think maybe that's why her songs have just been, you know, really uh, touching me lately. Her lyrics are just so moving in so many ways. And they're, there's just a couple of songs that just really, you know, I have to admit, they just kind of tear me up. Why do we do that? Why do we listen to songs that, you know, I guess when we're feeling sad, they make us feel even worse. And that's what we're going for. I don't know. <laughs> But in fact, I have this theory about Brandy's form of grief therapy. Here's my theory, that her her philosophy on grief is to pour your sorrow onto the page and then sing it. No, 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 not just sing it, but wail it on repeat until the emotions, until you're like numb of the emotions of it. Because that's to me what um, I feel like I'm listening to on her song. Then the other day, I started dreaming of bluebirds. It's the Missouri State bird, but it's not as if I've seen a whole lot of them in my life. But we have moved to this new area um, of town, and we're seeing a lot more of them here. And that's really cool. They're just beautiful birds. And um, so anyway, they started showing up in my dreams. They were behind someone's head, and I kept trying to look over and to see the bird and trying to get them to see it, but they couldn't see it. And anyway, I started looking up what does it mean to dream about bluebirds, and I read that dreaming about bluebirds can signify the end of something. Not that the thing is done, but the emotion surrounding it will be. And in fact, that's exactly what's happened for me. I'm still so sad to know Rebecca is no longer with us. I will never forget her. Her big winning smile, infectious laughter, and she had a very complicated personality that was just, uh, you know, amazing to be around, and it made her impossible to ever forget. So I still feel the loss of that, but I have relief from the emotional sorrow of it all. So that feels, 
you know, I don't know if that uh, dream signifies that or not, but that's what it felt like to me. So anyway, I wanted to share that with you. Authenticity is another topic that I want to talk with you about because um, let's just talk about this for a moment. You know, I have a big thing about authenticity. I'm always trying to understand authenticity and how we can be more authentic in our lives. And uh, I wondered if maybe that song, I Will, was in my head, not only because of Rebecca, maybe it was there for me as well, sort of as a reminder to be myself, because I feel like it's easy sometimes to let the ego inside of me take charge and I want to be all these things uh, to all these people. So I start portraying that in my work and my mind and things that I'm doing. And I have to work at being real. But I feel like it's so worth it because I feel authenticity is when your outsides match who you are in the inside. In fact, I wrote this down in my journal this morning. I'll let you, you all hear it. You are the author of your own life when you're being authentic author authentic. I thought there was a nice sound to that, you know. So the big question becomes, how can you become authentic? Because I mean, don't you think that's the tricky part? It's easy to say, uh, be more authentic, but it's the really hard part is doing that. To me, being authentic is about listening to your, what I call the I am, your inner me, and having the divine sovereign authority and personal expression to allow your outsides to match your internal me. Wow, I feel like dropping the mic right now. (laughs) We'll definitely be getting more into authenticity soon because it's a a topic that I really love. And I feel like I'm kind of on the cusp of really understanding some things. So let's go on to some other fun stuff like tea. You know, I love tea. I found another Hardy and Sons tea. Last month, I mentioned the Hardy and Sons chai tea. This month, I'm talking about their tropical green tea. It has hints of pineapple. Pineapple people, I don't even like pineapple. That's not a flavor I've ever loved. Well, now that I think about that, it's maybe not so much the flavor as the texture. I never have really liked the texture of pineapple. Um, but anyway, it's very ironic that I am in love with this tea that actually has um, <laughs> pineapple flavoring in it. And I, I'm drinking it every day. It's nice, hot or iced. And in fact, I actually put it right in a glass of ice water and let it cold brew for a few minutes before I start drinking it. Oh, it's very amazing. Okay, food. Let's talk a little bit about food because this month I was really into that vegan deviled ham spread. I'm sure you saw the recipe on the site. I ate a lot of that (laughs) because we were testing the recipe, but also just because I love this recipe and I love the, you know, the kind of smoky flavored of this. um, It's basically chickpeas and they're ground up. Um, First, you roast them with some seasoning and then uh, then you uh, add some vegan mayo and uh, you turn it into this deviled deviled ham. Did you ever eat that when you were a kid? I I didn't eat it when I was a kid. We couldn't afford it. However, when I became a young adult, we would start to eat that. And uh, it's just served in this, you could buy it in these little tiny cans and it's not cheap stuff. So, um, you know, when I make it, the vegan kind, it's from a can of chickpeas and it's it's really, you know, a big significant portion size. So I love this stuff and, and we've been eating it a lot. Also, I'm eating like a, probably an avocado a day at this point. I think it was when I talked with Drina Burton a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, and she talked about how um, her kids just love avocados. They even put avocado sauce as a replacement for cheese on pizzas. And her point being that, you know, it's really the kind of the fat content of the cheese that tastes so good. And I've been reading out, you know, about fat and how important it is in our diet as far as, you know, making sure it's the right kind of fats. And there's no argument that avocado 
avocados are the right kind of fat. So I've really been enjoying eating an avocado every day. And uh, luckily right now they're not too expensive. So that's good. Along those lines, I've been uh, taking a little break from peanut butter. This kind of makes me sad because I love peanut butter. I, I ate, I want to say probably, but no, most certainly I had some every single day. Um, but I just decided to take a break. I don't know if this is going to be permanent, but I definitely feel like I was eating too much of it. I almost kind of wonder if maybe I have a slight reaction to it. I don't know. Like sometimes I notice I would get a little stuffed up. So I'm just taking a little break right now and it feels right. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm also very obsessed with blackberries and cauliflower right now. Not together, <laughs> but I've been buying big packages of blackberries and eating one after the other. I just love them. Oh, they're so good. I, I could just eat them plain, like candy. And cauliflower, well, you know, first I had cauliflower. Um, first I had it on sale for 88 cents at the local grocery store. That was per head, not per pound. 88 cents. So that was great. And then I've just been making cauliflower rice and using that to make vegan sushi. And I've just been, you know, testing the recipes and putting cauliflower in everything. And I just love it. It's great stuff. So I guess that means <laughs> you might expect blackberry and cauliflower recipes soon fitness. So last month I talked with you about my Withings watch and I'm going to add something to that discussion because it was Sean's birthday in April and I loved the Withings watch so much that I had for myself that I bought one for him for a birthday gift and there was a fun unexpected outcome that now we're working together to get those 10,000 steps. And I'm telling you, I think that's kind of cool. When we go on walks with the dogs, we'll take longer walks to help get that, you know, get that going, those 10,000 steps. And um, Sean and I both kind of work behind a computer a lot. So getting those steps in sometimes is not always easy. And we do walk the dogs twice a day, but on an average day, that will get us probably around three to 4,000 steps. So that means we have to make up like 6,000 steps a day. And when we're playing tennis together, that's not a problem. We love to play tennis and we, he's on some tennis leagues and I'm on a couple of tennis leagues and we're on one together. And so we, we do get tennis time in, but you know, if it's a day like today where it's, it's kind of chilly and it's uh, cloudy out, um, you know, it's just helpful to have this watch to let you know that, wow, you really need to get out there and get walking. <laughs> and it's also the stylish watch. I've shown it to several people and they're like, wow, that's a watch that tracks your steps. It's just beautiful. And so Sean obviously has one that's, you know, handsome. So um, anyway, we really love having the watch. I love having it as a couple because like I say, then we were working on it together and that's really nice. So candles, let's talk about candles because, you know, I have a thing for candles. I think it really helps set the mood in my office, whether I even light them or not. Some of them have a nice scent that I can smell. It kind of wafts my way from time to time. Um, right now I'm loving the forest candle from Waxing Kara. I love the idea of bringing nature inside. In fact, I have some flowers up in my office right now. You know, I am a creative person, so I need a creative vibe in my office. And to me, creativity and being out in nature is the same thing. So this forest candle really brings in a refreshing outside scent. I think if I could put on a, a forest soundtrack in the background, then I would feel completely immersed in nature. So it's pretty amazing. I highly recommend it. Okay, books. I'm currently rereading the book Dance of the Dissonant Daughter. That book is by Sue Montkid. You probably know her as the author of the book uh, Secret Life of Bees. 
This is her book, The Dance of the Distant Daughter. I love this book and I I haven't read it in a while and rereading it reminds me just how much we need to embrace both the feminine and the masculine sides, but mostly the feminine. I think, you know, we could all agree our, our culture is, you know, probably predominantly masculine. So let me read a, a quote to you. I'm going to turn my light on. I'll read a quote to you from her book. She says, the kind of power women need is not ruthless, controlling, self-serving, dominion-seeking power, power without benefits of love. It is not staying up by keeping others down. What we need is a potent, forceful power. Yes, but one that is also compassionate, that enables others as well. That's you know, kind of a synopsis of what she says is the feminine power. And I love this book and I'm really enjoying it. Okay, TV, we are watching the second season of The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Loving this show. It is just so fun and just, you know, um, just a really enjoyable show. Uh, Over the top humor. And that's just, you know... (laughs) I don't know, like if you talk about authenticity, you just have to think, I like the authenticity of these characters. Uh, They're just hilarious in uh, over the top ways. I don't know how else to describe it. I think you'd have to watch it and and you have to, I think you really need to give it two seasons to make yourself realize whether you like it or not. So I recommend it. Um, I also want to talk with you live music this month because Sean and I have a favorite place we go in Kansas City to watch live music. And this last week, we went to see Ian Moore and his band, The Lassie Coils. I think that's his band. Um, We went with some friends. We had a really great time. And it was an amazing show because, you know, Ian Moore is just one of those truly talented performers. He plays probably, I mean, eclectic mix of music, but like his uh, solo guitar is amazing and his voice is amazing as well. And so he's just the whole, you know, package as far as a talented musician. And music is really important to us. Um, seeing really talented performers really means a lot because, well, Sean and I met over the guitar and obviously Addie is into uh, music as well. She's a cello performance major at a music conservatory. So music is a big theme in our life and I feel like I'm happier when I'm going out to see live music or when we're at home performing our own live music. So when we have a night when we get the guitars out and we're playing, ah, I love that. Okay, well, that's a nutshell for April favorites. I covered a lot from everything from food to tea to authenticity to grieving to, you know, uh, live music and more. So next week, I'm going to share with you my interview with Tess Chalice. She's of the site by the same name, and she's talking about her latest book. Tess talks about her life transforming diet and the work she does in helping others with their diet as well. I loved this interview, and if you were interested in a vegan diet and curious about, you know, how you can be your healthiest you, you are going to love this interview, and I can't wait to share it with you. If you'd like more information about today's show, just head over to the show notes page at namelymarley.com forward slash podcast. I hope you're loving the Namely Marley podcast. If so, you can support the show by giving it a review on iTunes or Stitcher. And in fact, now we are also streaming on uh, Google Play for Android users. So you can find the Namely Marley podcast everywhere. So until next time, health and happiness to you, my friends.